folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey, everybody, we're back again, back again. It's Corey Poinster here with the... Bob Fickety. And today, on Small Motherfucking Package, we're predicting Survivor Series. We're going to win. We're talking about Fallout from the go-home shows of Raw and SmackDown. And is an entire division on the move? Well, we'll talk about all that today on episode 24 of Small Package. Here, here with the one and only. It's your boy Bob Feckety. And today on episode 24 of Small Package, we're back. Hey, we're it's back. been a while. It's been a little while, but we are back and Guess we are making back. our predictions. Corey's back for Bob uh, Survivor Survivor Series. All right, all SummerSlam. I'm gonna call it SummerSlam at some point. Except it, it, I don't know. It's Survivor Series. I was trying to record the intro to the show, and you know what? I think that we're already just in the show, and we'll record the intro after. So everyone I thought at home, that was a good intro. Yeah, that's it worked. Today on Small Pick. Um, so uh, we're back. It's been been a hot minute. Uh, work stuff, life stuff. Um, also, not the best television uh, in between. What was the last pay per view? Was it no? Was it No Mercy? No. no, it's Hell in a it's Cell. It's Hell in a Cell. So between Hell in a Cell, and uh, which we review on episode 23, which uh-huh. is also going up this week because <laughs> it hasn't gone up yet. So if you, if you haven't heard it yet, because you haven't heard it yet, because it hasn't been out yet, go check that out. Uh, also, next week is Thanksgiving. Gobbledygooker. And uh, you're going to be up in Ra- Rochester? No, no. Down in Philly. You're going to Philly. Right. For Shout out to Lauren, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Her family's Thanksgiving. And then we'll be in Ohio. So next week... Oh, H. Oh, I, oh. I miss about Ohio. Oh, wow. Just cancel this podcast. Uh, I'll be in Ohio. And uh, so next week, we're going to post the long-awaited John War- John Moore interview. He's the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness, sound mixer, recordist. Uh we're going to schedule that to post next week while we're in our respective cities for Thanksgiving. Uh, also, fun fact about that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, in it, John talks about how he hopes it gets renewed, um, which a lot of it depended on Edge and Christian and how they were feeling. Well, Edge tweeted out over the last week uh, a picture of him working on ideas for season two. So I guess it'll be safe to say that it, it's, it's coming back. Uh, so that's awesome. So... We'll get to hear more of John's awesome sound recording on that show. Anyway, let's just uh, let's get into this. So, it's been a long, long couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of great stuff. Uh, Goldberg spearing Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of... I mean, the whole show has just been like... Both Raw and SmackDown have just been holding patterns for like the past two weeks, just because right. there's they've been like, okay, here's what SummerSlam or see, I did it, I did it. Here's what Survivor Series is. 
I like how my phone even chimed in on that with the ding, ding, ding. Um, right, and so we've just been like, okay, time to they've wait been, for Survivor Series. They've been playing around with... Especially SmackDown, because yeah. they haven't had their own pay-per-view. They've been playing around with like, oh, is somebody going to come off of the team? Is someone new going onto the team? It's, that's been the last couple weeks. It's just been, you know, who's going to be on the final... Survivor Series teams, and I will say this, I'm at least glad that unlike last year's train wreck, mm-hmm. this year's train wreck at least puts... It, it doesn't feel like a train wreck. I don't uh, know. I'm just being funny. But this year's show has at least Survivor Series elimination matches that matter and are not on the kickoff show. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, they, they actually made Survivor Series a... Uh, uh, important part of the survivor series pay-per-view still the weakest of the big four but oddly enough it draws pretty well and there always seems to be big things that happen like the rock debuted at survivor series Mm -hmm. the shield main roster debuted at survivor series the gobbledygooger uh i mean last year survivor series had two title changes (laughs) oh right that's when roman one Lot. and then got cashed in on by Shamey. Bro, uh, Seamus 515 says, I just broke kicked your arse. They pushed that so hard. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, do you have the final lineups or the Survivor Series teams? Yeah. You do? In my brain. In your brain. Um, so I guess we could, do you want to just, get to the predictions or do you want to save that for the end let's just get into it all right so uh the kickoff show do we know what the kickoff uh, show no is? we do not to my knowledge know what the kickoff show actually is so we have Sami Zayn, who will be competing for the Intercontinental Championship that is now on The Miz after SmackDown this week. Right, been jumped back over from Dolph Ziggler. Which is interesting. Um, I kind of thought that Ziggler-Sami Zayn would have been a really good match. Not that The Miz-Sami Zayn can't be a good match. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm a Miz fanboy, so I'm always excited when Miz has the title. Uh, I do think, and this will be my first prediction here, he will... He will lose the title to Sami Zayn, who will then jump ship and leave Raw, where he's been kind of underutilized, to go compete on SmackDown. Uh, what are your thoughts, Bobo? Um, you know, obviously, a, a lot of people want Sami Zayn on SmackDown, so I think people are just seeing an open opportunity to try and make their dreams come true. Uh, I, I don't want people to put too many eggs into this basket, but uh, personally, I doubt they're going to let the IC title leave SmackDown. Right. So I feel like if The Miz doesn't retain, which I think there's a strong chance that he'll get shenaniganed and win. Okay. Um, you know, Dolph Ziggler was, was hip to Miz's tricks by the end of their thing mm-hmm. you know so sammy zane's a fresh face he can fall for getting sprayed in the eyes or whatever mm-hmm. getting blinded by uh, uh maurice's tits <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's that pg-13 rating uh so you're gonna call so you're calling ms retains 
yeah. I I I I think I'm gonna go with that. All right. So there's our first our first different choice. Uh next pick. Uh I guess we can save the Survivor Series matches for the end. Mm-hmm. Um so the next choice is big big the, stipulations. Probably the biggest stipulations on the card. So Brian Kendrick, I'm sorry. The Brian Kendrick. The Brian is defending his Cruiserweight Championship against Kalisto from the SmackDown brand. Lucha, Lucha. So, if Kalisto wins, not only does he get the Cruiserweight title, but the Cruiserweight division moves to SmackDown. The entire division. And, personally, match aside, it makes so much sense. I mean, 205 Live is going to be debuting soon after SmackDown on Tuesday nights. Yeah, it airs at Tuesday nights. Which would make sense for it to be part of SmackDown. And then SmackDown is still only a two hour show for their main roster and two Oh five live gets its own hour to do its thing with the cruiserweights. It all makes so much sense, which is why I don't know that they would do it because they're WWE and they don't necessarily go by what makes sense. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm not a big fan of, Going from five hours of wrestling a week to six hours of wrestling a week. But it is happening. And then if you add in the new post shows, that's seven hours of wrestling a week. Is Talking Smack going to get bumped to after 205 Live? No one really knows yet. Hmm. We'll see. Or is USA going to just pick up the tab on 205 Live? Or is that network? No. Uh, 205 Live is network. Hmm. Interesting. It would be very interesting to see if both of those were airing live and people watching the network could just choose which one they wanted to watch. Uh huh. Who knows? Maybe they save Talking Smack till after that. Yeah, hmm? I don't like, know. Like nah. Talking Smack's a big draw right now. It, it seems to be. A lot of people are really enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just make the call that Kalisto wins and the division moves, and this is pertinent to the rest of my predictions for the night so at this point i have sammy winning but going to smackdown so mm-hmm. a pseudo win for smackdown and kalisto winning and taking the division over what do you think who are you calling for this against the brian kendrick uh i'm gonna say it's wwe and things are gonna be dumb so kendrick wins all right so we have two different picks already bob Oh, yeah, which leads to all of the other picks being pretty different, too. So, uh, And then also, I guess we can go ahead before the SmackDown or before the Elimination Tag predictions and predict what some people are saying is the big match of the night. Um, but I think it'll the, be the embarrassment of the night. I don't think they're going to put it on last because I think it's going to be a shit show. But Bill Goldberg, a returning Burgerberg versus the Beast Brock Lesnard. Who do you got, Bob? Uh, Bork Lesnard, unless they give it to Goldberg by some kind of DQ shenanigans because Brock Lesnar fucked up. So I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. I am also going with Brock Lesnar because it makes no sense to bring Bill Goldberg back and then feed him your arguable top guy. And then for some reason, have it be a guy who hasn't been in the ring for 12 years winning. That makes literally no sense. I mean, it would make Goldberg look crazy strong. But, but why? But why? He doesn't wrestle regularly. 
I mean, Brock is a part-timer, but at least he's there for several pay-per-views a year and occasionally Raw or SmackDown. So I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, now, real quick, before we get into the elimination tags, uh, it's worth noting that while there hasn't been a ton of interesting television from Raw and SmackDown the last couple of weeks, I mean, some good stuff with James Ellsworth and, and Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles and the back and forth and the managers and commissioners of the brands, you know, trying to keep the peace, uh, you know, trying to keep everything in order. And, and uh, but one interesting thing is that Undertaker came back for the go home on SmackDown and issued a, a statement to the team, which includes Shane McMahon for some ungodly reason and said, uh, you know, the blood of your son is on your hands and that uh, he is back in action. WrestleMania will not define him. He's going to be around SmackDown from now on, which is very interesting. And said that uh, if the SmackDown team can't get the shit together and win, that uh, he's going to make life life hell for them. So that's an interesting thing going into what, you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it'll have a direct impact on the booking for the men's singles elimination tag, but it could have good implications for our storyline moving forward uh, after Survivor Series. And our next pay per view is TLC. Is that correct, or is it the the it's revamp TLC. Roadblock? It is TLC, and then and then it is Roadblock too, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. You have your second pay-per-view of the same calendar year called Roadblock. Well, the other one wasn't technically a pay-per-view. Oh, I'm sorry. It so was a it was a special event. It was a WWE special a mini network event, network event. Anyway, so let's get into it. Let's start off with uh with what? The women's? Sure. All right. So, uh who are our teams on the women's side? Uh on Raw, we have Nia Jax, Nia Jax, Charlotte, Team Cap, Bailey, Bailey, Sasha, Sasha, and Alicia. the outside horse Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. I almost called her Alicia Banks. And then reason. Dana Brooke is like a manager, coach, alternate. I think she's al- an alternate. Is gotcha. the I don't I don't know how she's affiliated. On honestly, the, on the SmackDown side, on the SmackDown side, we have Nikki Bellu, right. We have uh, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. We have Becky Launch. Becky's Lunch. We have uh, Naomi. Naomi. And we have Carmella. Carmella. And we have Natalia acting as their coach. Right. So, in this 5 plus 1 on 5 plus 1 women's SmackDown. Well, it's 5 plus 1 on five plus maybe one it, it let's be real there's it's 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 five it's it's almost six on six we'll see but so women's elimination smackdown and raw teams who do you got uh do you want me to go first i feel like I'm going to go with the Raw women because the narrative of Nia Jax being an unstoppable monster uh, will be the the story to come out of the Raw women, I think. 
or out of the women's match? My my brain has said, and I talked about this with you off air. My brain has said that SmackDown would win the two like mid card matches. Mm-hmm. That they would get the cruiserweights. That they would lose the title to Sami Zayn, but then he would jump ship to SmackDown. And then, and this is I think almost verbatim what I said to you is. Vincent Kennedy McMahon is not going to let the flagship show look bad on Survivor Series, so he is going to let Raw run the table. That's what my brain has been saying all week. Mm-hmm. But, and here's my butt. It's a nice butt. It's a firm butt. My butt says, I think SmackDown women might take this. Yeah. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SmackDown women's division is arguably as strong as the Raw Women's Division. In terms of talent, not draw and push and all that, but in terms of talent, you've got some great women on that roster. Becky Lynch is great. Uh, uh, you know, Alexa Bliss is great. Nikki Bella is, you know, the vet. Natalia has a lot of experience there. Uh, Naomi's very athletic, very gifted. Um, and... I think they're going to try to build that women's division moving forward. Uh, with Raw, they already have enough of a push for all of the... I mean, Charlotte, obviously, has been booked as like, you know, a dominating champ. How long did she hold that women's title before? Uh, Sasha Banks is a fan favorite. Bailey is a fan favorite. I don't think that the women need the win on Raw. So I am going to call the SmackDown women winning... Over the Raw women. Bold choice. Which now means we have on everything but Brock Lesnar dissenting opinions. Mm -hmm. So, from there, we go to the tag team elimination match, which is going to be a clusterfuck. I mean... Yeah, 20-man tag. A 20-man elimination tag. And we still don't know if it's... If one guy goes, your your partner goes. Yeah, we still don't know if it's single or team elimination. I I feel like it's got to be team. team elimination. That would make the most sense to me. Otherwise, that match is just going to be so long, and there's going to be people on it who look real weak. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you'd have to do like an elimination every like ninety seconds, mm-hmm. and even then, it'd still be a decent long match. Yeah, that'd still be like a thirty forty five minute match if you did an elimination every ninety seconds. Jeez, holy crap! So let's do let's let's go ahead and call. Uh, let's see. We have on the oh shit. Okay, on us on the raw side, mm-hmm. we have the new day. Yeah, we have the club. The club. Enzo and Cass, Cass. Shining stars. Barf. And and Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro and Sheamus. So those are your five teams. On the SmackDown side, you have uh, Rhino and Heath Slater. Mm-hmm. You have the Usos. Mm-hmm. You have American Alpha. Mm-hmm. Got them hype bros. You have the hype bros. And is got Brizongo. And Brizongo. So, first off, I want to just point out how 
odd this entire thing is because while I enjoy the fact that they're making Survivor Series the one event of the year where Raw and SmackDown cross over, where fantasy warfare becomes real. I don't think that that's going to hold true. I think that they're totally going to go back on that statement in like oh, yeah. two months. But that being said, I do think it's quite hilarious. And I it it has happened with, with most of the elimination match teams. Mm-hmm. Not the SmackDown men's, but most of the elimination match teams, but in particular with the tag teams. It's like they've just erased face and heel status between the members in the last week. Uh, I mean, obviously, there was inner turmoil on the women's uh, Raw team uh, and a little bit on the women's SmackDown team, a lot on the men's SmackDown team, a little bit, obviously, on the men's Raw team. But with with the tag teams in particular... That just this past week and a half, it's like they just completely erased all the feuds that were going on and just were like, we can't deal with this. So you had like Usos and American Alpha, like arm in arm and like, yeah, we're going to win. And it's like, uh, you guys were like literally trying to break this dude's neck less than a month ago, like trying to snap his head off. So and now you guys are like best best buds are going to win for SmackDown. I mean, it's fine, but uh, it's fine, but. You know, it is what it is. I I think it's a little weird that they're just all immediately so buddy buddy. But that being said, if it makes you feel any better, because let it be known to our listeners, Corey hasn't actually watched like any wrestling for like the past two weeks. I watched SmackDown with you, except for this past week's SmackDown. I have caught up on the wrestling. Well, you probably didn't see some excellent. Uh, work between the club and Enzo and Cass and how they aren't necessarily still buddy buddy. Gotcha. That's fine. I've a lot of the stuff that I've watched for raw the last couple of weeks, full disclosure has been like highlight, like, like video packages where people are just like, here's the things that are most important that you missed. Uh, that's part of the reason why we haven't recorded in a little while has just been slammed with work and, and lots of stuff. But we're back. Oh, God, I'm cycling back to the beginning of the show. we got to make all the predictions over again. I can see in Bob's eyes. He's like, please, God, no. I'll just walk. Anyway. So who are you predicting in the, men, in the men's uh, tag team? I'm going to have the SmackDown men's team win. This is where I'm going to give my SmackDown the win for the Survivor Series matches. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's what I'm going to go ahead and do and stick with my original game plan of the Raw men's tag team will win. Mm-hmm. So at this point, again, the only match that we agree on is Burke Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we get into what I feel like will be the main event because I don't think that they're going to put Brock on last. Yeah. Men's single elimination tag match. That almost makes no sense. Anyway, the men's elimination match uh, for Survivor Series on the men's side on Raw. We have Jericho, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and Braun Strowman mm-hmm. on the SmackDown side. Mm-hmm. We have Bray, yeah. Wyatt, yeah. Brandy Dorton. Yeah. Uh, we have AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. For some fucking reason, which I still can't get my head around, Shane McMahon. And then James Ellsworth is there as the team mascot. Mm-hmm. Now, I have said to you, I feel like there will be shenanigans where Braun will be dominating, but then bow to Br- to Bray Wyatt. Um, 
And also, I feel like there's a chance that uh, Dean gets eliminated because he said that as long as he was in that match, he would keep the peace with AJ Styles. I feel like as soon as he gets eliminated, he drags AJ Styles out of the ring and then they tussle down the ramp Mm -hmm. and AJ gets counted out. I'm predicting a raw men's win because I just don't. I don't see them giving SmackDown the win in front of that audience at Survivor Series when Raw is still in the eyes of Vince McMahon, the flagship. It's it is WWE. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and predict Raw gets a win for the second time on this podcast, Corey. You and I are going to agree on a match. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I mean. It, 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 if you think like this is dumb, but going into kayfabe, like uh, Roman has wins in singles matches over everyone on the SmackDown team alone, and that's just Roman. I believe so. I mean, definitely Bray, definitely Dean, definitely AJ. Uh, Orton, I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean clearly right. I see I see the precedent you're talking about. So like add add in Braun, who I think I don't think he'll bow to Bray. I th- I feel like they'll push the narrative of Braun being t- like what being tired of uh being held back by the Wyatts and like trying to do his own thing now. I mean, I think that's that's. I mean, they've been making him look amazing on Raw, mm-hmm. like unstoppable. So yeah, I I could definitely see that. Um, so I I think that's all of our matches. Are there any other matches that were there? No, I mean, the three Survivor Series matches alone will probably be like an hour and a half of just the wrestling if you add in like the promos and build up and everything that's probably two hours alone of the three hour pay-per-view it's gonna be a long well actually no isn't it gonna be a four hour pay-per-view on sunday oh god it is fuck point is point is it's probably minimum two hours for those three matches so that's half the card and then add in another 30 minutes for the promo buildup and then the actual match of Lesnar Goldberg. There's so much fucking match for so or so little match for so much time. That means that the entire fucking card, Bob, is one, two, three, four, five, six matches for a four hour fucking card. Well, yeah, but they have half the roster on the fucking tag match. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> it's so fucking absurd. Okay, so that means, okay, there's four hours, right? Mm-hmm. Four hours. And that's assuming there's no kickoff show, which we know is not true. There will be a kickoff show. There's yeah. always a fucking kickoff show. So four hours times 60 minutes per hour is 240 minutes. It'll probably be like a six-man cruiserweight tag, because that seems to be what they do on kickoff shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got 240 minutes of the main four-hour pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Let's say that a... Let's say... uh that there is 45 minutes of total runtime for promos and videos. And I feel like that's actually going to be short. I I mean, dude, that is so many promo package videos, though. I mean, if if you give them 45 minutes, that's time for nine five-minute 
like where do they put all those? Like there's not enough matches to put them between the matches unless you stack multiple ones between. Let's just let's just okay, say let's 45. Just four, 45 minutes for promos. Okay, so we've got so 240 minus 45 minutes for promos. It means there's 195 minutes left. Okay. There are six matches, which means mathematically speaking, that means an average match length of 32 and a half minutes. And that's obviously not going to happen. So because the men's and the tag matches alone will probably be an hour and a half. If we give them, if we give them a full hour's worth of video recap and and promos. That is still an average of 30 minutes per match. There's there's no way that Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg can go that long. No, that can only be a 10-minute match at tops. Like so, so so we're giving them a full hour for promos. Yeah. That puts us at 180. Goldberg and Lesnar, let's say it goes 10 minutes. Let's just I mean, Jesus. Jesus. That's 170 minutes remaining. Uh-huh. Uh Sami Zayn versus uh the Miz. That'll probably be a knockout. That'll probably be like a 20 25 minute match so, I could see. So yeah, let's say 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. 20 minute match. Let's say they give a full 20 minutes. I think that might be a little long, but let's round up. Uh-huh. That leaves 150 minutes left. So the other singles match is Kalisto versus D. Brian Kendrick. Yeah. 10 minutes. Uh, maybe 15. Maybe. So let's be generous and say 15. We're uh-huh. gonna we're gonna try to be generous here. Yeah. That means there's 135 minutes left and three Survivor Series matches left. Which means that the average length, by our estimations, is 45 minutes per Survivor Series match, which is entirely too long. Yeah. I mean I think that the Bailey versus Sasha Iron Woman match and the uh, I'm talking historically speaking here mm-hmm. and the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match. Uh, fantastic. Right. An hour long mm-hmm. classics. But even those also in, the moment, in all fairness, Bailey and Sasha was only half hour. Was it a half hour? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, then even still like it's like a match going that fucking long is like. It gets tiring. Yeah, the, but the big difference, big difference here is just so many people. Is that that's one on one. This is five on five. You have ten different people. You can allow for four people, for eight people to be sitting on the sidelines just taking a break yeah. at any given time. Like, but still, forty-five minutes per match. Oh my god, I just uh, like, oh my god, this show is going to be so fucking long. It it seems hopefully it will be filled with wrestling though instead of bullshit bullshit. Oh, there's gonna be lots of bullshit. Oh, I bet there's gonna be lots of bullshit. I bet they do like a Stephanie versus Shane arm wrestle. Oh, he's in a match, so never mind. A uh, Vince or no, uh, Mick Foley versus Daniel Bryan, Beard versus Beard arm wrestling. Ooh, who's the better arm wrestler? Um, WrestleMania. Here's oh my a God. here's an interesting thought though. It better be so fucking interesting, Bob. Because you're smiling big. What if, what if Goldberg Lesnar is the last match of the night? Okay, I'm listening. I'm not happy about it, but I'm listening. This is this is something I read online. Uh, oh dear. Obviously, this is like some fantasy booking, but of course it could be it could be potential. Our world is fantasy booking. 
and like I said, how that match could have some kind of screwy finish with DQs. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it could be a screwy finish due to DQ because somebody makes a debut. Uh-huh. Maybe oh, man. Some- oh, my God. Uh, maybe- are you about to say who I think you're about to say? Oh, please, Bob. Maybe somebody loses at ta- uh, NXT TakeOver. <sighs> Hold on, everybody. I got to start jacking it. Bob, keep talking. And then gets a little fed up with how he's been treated in NXT and wants a shot uh-huh. in the WWE. And what better way than to take on the big guy? Say it. Just say it. Samoa Joe. Oh, oh Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. Uh, um, uh, I refilled your cup. <laughs> Dude, that would be so great if that fucking happened. It won't because WWE won't allow that to happen. They kill dreams. They don't make them. But my God, would that be great? Um, hey, they make plenty of wishes, though. I <laughs> I also fantasy booked that uh, they would that uh, that in Team SmackDown losing uh, Undertaker would come out on SmackDown this uh, this next week and be like, well, I can't believe you all lost. I'm going to run through everybody. And then John Cena would come back and defend the locker room against the taker. Oh, yeah. I feel like that that's that's another reason why I have SmackDown singles guys losing is mm-hmm. because you can't have taker show up and be like, I swear, guys, if you fuck this up, so help me. And then them not fuck it up. Like you got to you got to have him do the so help me part. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, people are saying that, you know, it's still planned on Taker retiring after 33. Yeah. And so, I mean, this sets up for Cena. Yeah. I mean, he could have a nice little run. And also, people are talking about Jericho may not leave at WrestleMania 33, depending on how well his run is going, because he's apparently having fun. Well, his most recent quip on his run is that he is currently in a month by month basis with WWE. Fair. They said that he was going to be brought back. He, he was like, he had like a four month run and then he was like, Oh man, I'm having fun. So they extend it to like another couple months. And he said that he's just having such a good time with the locker room that right. he doesn't want to stop. And so, uh, he's, he's, his extent his contract is on a month by month basis, but as long as he's having fun, he's gonna keep it going. I mean, dude, he's having fun. He's going over amazing. This may be one of the better runs in his whole career. Which is saying, saying something. something. Considering he was the first undisputed champion and went over Rock and Austin on the same night. Yeah, dude. I mean, like he's he's had an, an illustrious career, but this run right now is just like they should make a like McMillan should print a textbook on how to be a heel and about 80% of the pages should just be filled with this current Jericho run. He's just so good. He can be loved by the smarky fans and still get the booze. Because he even knows how to piss us off with the whole like you don't get on the list. I'm not doing that. And it's just like, we're like, even the Sparky fans who were just cheering for him are like, no, fuck you, what? Jericho, right to the list. We're on the list, damn it. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's going to be a crazy, crazy. Also, people have been talking, that, and this is getting into just broader wrestling news. Mm-hmm. 
Got a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that there's a chance Linda McMahon could be a long shot cabinet member, which would be weird as fuck. For president elect Trump. Trump. Oh, God, that's something else that happened. I mean, this is a wrestling podcast. So we won't get too into it, but WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump has been elected as the president of the United States of America. That's a headline on most podcasts. On ours, it's barely in the mid card. Right. We don't need to talk about it. It's a nightmare. Hey, man, but hey, wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be something if we had a feed of... Okay, close your eyes and picture something, Bob. Inauguration day. Don't doze off, you fucking... Okay, inauguration day, January 2017. Donald Trump climbs the stairs to get to where he's going to be sworn in. JR is, is like, and here we have Donald J. Trump making his ascension to be sworn in as president of the United States of America. And then the living embodiment of the wrestling meme that's been going around all of a sudden, Bernie Sanders money in the bank briefcase running, running up the steps. He smacks Donald Trump in the face with the briefcase. He rolls him up with the pin. One, two, three, Oh my God, by God, Bernie Sanders has just defeated Donald Trump, cashing in his money in the bank briefcase to be president of the United States of the world. Bernie Sanders climbs the turnbuckle and catches two beers, smashes them together, and then just is just dousing the crowd with beer. What do you think? I mean, sure. <laughs> oh, what if it's a double turn and Bernie turns out to be a heel? Oh my God. Ugh. Uh, yeah, and and here's the thing is that there are people online who are speculating that Goldberg might win for this match, and to those people, I'd like to just say, come, come on, right, grow up, come on, inappropriate, inappropriate, uh, grow, grow up. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, any other news you wanted to talk about? Lots of stuff coming up. Uh, I mean, honestly, there's there's not been any like major things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. We we don't have any big updates on the on the Page Del Rio situation or Patron, I should say. Ooh. We don't have any major big news. I mean, Jericho and Owens pitched a WWE a buddy cop movie. I hope that happens. I it, it's not going to happen, but I hope it does. I um, know it won't. But that uh that would be something really fun. Uh Vader, Vader's not looking too good. Oh uh, yeah, what's going on with Vader? He says he has uh some kind of congenitive heart failure or something and he oh, had well, doctors sad. are giving him two years to live that's that's fucking sad so is he still is he still working uh i i don't know i think he said he's not gonna anymore but um apparently something happened with sin Cara and chris jericho oh that happened yes I have no idea. i'm like let I me tell you i can from... give you i can give you some recaps on that ladies and gentlemen Bob Feckety presents Sinkara Theater. 
Uh, so this is Sin Cara's fourth backstage altercation, uh, where he had previously apparently beaten Seamus twice and threw a, a full soda can at Simon Gotch's head. Uh, wow. So um, much anger. So this was apparently on their UK tour, you know, and they were on the tour bus hmm. and something about how a, a report I read said that Sin Cara was making an obnoxious noise and Chris Jericho said, Hey, cut it out. That's obnoxious. And so he kept doing it. And so Chris Jericho got up in his face and was like, yo, cut it out. That's fucking obnoxious. And then they got into some tussle, you know, no, nope. it, it wasn't, it wasn't like uh, a clear victor or anything. I, I doubt they could even get very many, very good swings. in if this, was on a bus, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so the fallout seems to be that Sincara will now have to go to anger management classes. Good, good. I've also seen on, on uh cage sides rumor roundup and some of the other sources on here that they forced him to change with the extras instead of being allowed to use the locker room as punishment <laughs> among other things. Uh, people are still talking about Hulk Hogan maybe coming back and that he may already have filmed some stuff for WWE, uh, but nothing nothing solid or substantial. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's kind of blowing over. No one cares anymore. There's and, been way more racist shit that happened than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's still officially sanctioned. Yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if he'll be back or not, but he might be. Um. Anyway, any other uh, big? Oh, TNA. Uh, I don't think we talked about this since the they've, shakeup. They've of, ousted Billy Corgan. Yeah. Well, even I don't even know if we talked about before that. Billy Corgan was suing them and got a restraining order and tried to stop them from putting on their, the, the next show that they were going to do. Cause they've apparently been operating on him, like flushing the company with cash anytime they need it under the premise under like a handshake promise that he was going to get the company. Right. That these were essentially almost like payments towards ownership rather than loans. Yeah, exactly. Like and then Dixie was just like, She's like, yeah, we're, we need cash, and it's your company now, so take care of it. And now she's like, ah, we got the cash, so bye. Well, even then, like they still own. They got like they had a tax lien put them on by Tennessee. Oh yeah, they owe like four hundred thousand in just state taxes, let alone federal or something. They haven't been paying the production company who's been filming. And as somebody who works in production, that's a good way to not get your footage. Your f- yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to like not have a production. In the future. Um, something they're not paying their merchandisers either. Like, Ah, oh, man. And nobody knows if... Like, at this point, it's almost like, a, is she going to sell still? Because she keeps saying she is, but then it's holding on to Right? It. And then you're just like, how fucked is it that you t- haven't just been like, take it? Yeah. And keep in mind, whoever buys TNA is also buying their debt. Oh, yeah. No, you, you buy TNA. You are... That's a that's a heavy load to carry. Yeah, and it's it's going to be intense. So people have been speculating what's going to happen. She has said up a set up and down will not sell to Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and she will not sell the library to Vince McMahon. 
I think the WWE is still like they they are not reportedly saying this, but I still think behind the scenes they should if they are not they should be aggressively trying to buy that tape library because even if you don't own the promotion, owning the tape library means all of a sudden you can address stuff that AJ Styles did. Yeah. And the stuff that other people like Christian had Samoa Joe. Right. Samoa Joe had a great run there. Kurt Angle. Mick Foley. Yeah. Well, I don't know about great, but Mick Foley was there. He had a run. Yeah, Bubba he did. Ray. Yeah, as Bully Ray, which was actually a really interesting run and, you know, could like sort of like tease into the whole is Bubba Ray coming back as Bully at the Rumble thing. I still think they should try to buy the tape library. If not, I mean, a lot of people have said don't let them buy the whole promotion because then they own for all intents and purposes, their largest competitor again. But who knows? Maybe with trips at the helm now, they could let other people run TNA and just go like, hey, other people go run TNA. Like, yes, we own it, but we'll still treat it like a competition for Raw. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It could work out. I mean, there there is a sense of competition between Raw and SmackDown right now. Mm-hmm. And SmackDown's winning, am I right? Uh, <clears throat> any other wrestling news you want to make? Or anything you want to talk about from the world of wrestling? It's been, uh, it's been a hot minute since we recorded. Yeah. We recorded a couple weeks ago for episode 23, which is going up this week. And now we're recording this for episode 24. Next week, we'll be off for Thanksgiving. I'll be posting the John Moore interview. So I guess this will be our last chance to talk to our fans for, for a minute. All like... At this point, let's be honest. We probably lost numbers, so all right. three, three of them. I, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much. Uh, it doesn't really seem like there's, like I said, been any major, and even like the this TNA stuff we've been talking about. This is all like a week or two old. There hasn't been any major recent breaks, you know. All right, then I say this is how we go out. Here's, I got an idea, Bob. Tell me what you think, real quick. Uh huh. We we've been in here for about forty minutes. Hot mi- hot take. Hot take. Let's do let's play a little fantasy book. Okay. So right now we are days away from Survivor Series. After Survivor Series, we have TLC mm-hmm. and we have Roadblock. Yeah. Then we have The Rumble. Is Oh shit, there's only the two in December and then it's Rumble time? Probably. I mean, I doubt they're going to put an extra pay-per-view up against the Rumble. Uh, WWE 2016. It'll be 17. Pay-per-views. It'll be 17. 2000, that's what I meant. Oh, no, here we go. Uh, 2016 to 2017 pay-per-views. So, we have Survivor Series. TLC. It's on the 4th. Roadblock. It's on the 20-something. And then the Rumble, it looks like. That's all that's announced. Okay, so you got you got a, a Survivor Series, then a SmackDown pay-per-view, and a Raw pay-per-view, and then you have the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Give us a... and it do, I'm not asking for a full company-wide everything that's going on. Yeah. Give me a solid fantasy book that you have at least through the Rumble. Okay. For at least like one superstar. Uh, let's see. Um, it's gonna be Dean versus AJ for the TL in a TLC match for the WWE belt. That's confirmed, right? That is confirmed for TLC. Gotcha. 
Uh, so from there, I can say that AJ will retain over Dean. Um, and then that'll move into. Honestly, the problem is that I don't know how they're going to do the Rumble. Like, is the Rumble going to be Raw only? Is it going to be SmackDown only? Is it going to be both? Are they going to... What belt are they going for? Is, uh, I guess that's a fair point. It's hard to fantasy book something when you don't. You can't even I don't know comprehend the rules, what the event's going to be. Right? Do you think maybe they do, like, two 20-man matches? <sighs> you know what? I really don't know. They're they're trying to build this as like you know the big return to the Alamo Dome hasn't been there for twenty years not since two thousand or nineteen ninety seven even though it's in San Jose or in San Antonio in two thousand seven but they're not recognizing that. I, um, here's here's a question: What would maybe this is better than the fantasy book thing? Okay, how would you like the Rumble to happen? How would you want it to go? Um, traditionally speaking, it's 30 man. Yeah, traditionally speaking, it's 30 man, and the winner gets a shot at the title at w- at WrestleMania. Correct. Um, but now there are two titles to have a shot at. Uh, Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Let's 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 go the winner. Not only so it's gonna be a mixed 30 man from Raw and SmackDown. You know what? Fuck it. It's gonna be a mixed 40 man. Let's bring oh, back snap. the 40 man from 2011. Oh snap. If they're trying to make this a huge rumble. I always love bigger rumbles. Um so it'll be a it'll be a big 40 man rumble. And the winner will get a new contract where they can choose which show to go on to and then choose, I mean, then get a shot for the top belt for that show. I'd be okay with that. That sounds fit. So AJ or, you know, Dean Ambrose could win and he'd be like, oh, I'm not done with AJ Styles. I still need that. Or Dean Ambrose could win and be like, yeah, fuck SmackDown, fuck AJ Styles. I'm going over to Raw and I'm going to be able to take on KO and get that belt from him. Right. That's that's also a possibility. Um. Yeah, that's. I, I think that's how I'm gonna. I'm gonna. How how about you? I feel like what I think will happen, and what I honestly feel like I'm excited about, is yes to forty men, but no to a single rumble. And doing two 20-man rumbles uh-huh. where each one gets a title shot for their own. Now, the only problem I have with that is that it means inherently what's going to wind up fucking happening, if that happens, is that the SmackDown men's rumble will happen like to open the show or some more shit. Yeah. Because you can't put them on back-to-back at the end. Uh-uh. And that whoever wins that first rumble doesn't quite get that same end-of-the-pay-per-view yeah, confetti excitement moment, which will probably be safe rumble. for Raw. Like, let's be honest. But I do think it would be interesting because then it gives a chance to showcase both rosters and they each get their own returns, etc. Uh-huh. Um, as opposed to if somebody makes a return at the Rumble, 
like a surprise, like, oh shit, he's back. And it's a mixed 40 man. Mm-hmm. Still like your idea. Yeah. But who, where would but, they go? Yeah. They'd be like, oh shit, Bully Ray's here. What, what side Four. is he? Exactly. Well, but leading into that, my idea of they get a contract at the end of it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what show they're on. If they because win. Because they'd get to pick. Yeah, if they win. But let's be honest, a Bully Ray return is probably not a Rumble winner. Fair. So, also same with like Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. if, if he comes back, which is another hot rumor that everyone keeps saying for the last year. Kurt Angle's coming back at the next pay-per-view. He's back. Right. He's been cited. They're in Allentown. They're somewhere around Pittsburgh, kind of. Yeah. So, I guess we can go ahead and call it early yeah. and uh, get to get to going. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We really appreciate you sticking with us through this break, unless you didn't stick with us, in which case you're not hearing this, so fuck you. Um, we'll be Burn back those bridges, Corey. next week. Uh, there will be our interview with John Moore, uh, the sound mixer for the Edge and Christian show. Uh, I'm gonna and sk- worked at WrestleMania 30, and he did work it, and also grew up with Alexa Bliss. Whoop whoop! Very exciting interview. Uh, so I'm gonna schedule that to post, and uh, yeah, that's the show. That's it. That's, it. that's the show. We'll see you uh, after tea gives. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy your Survivor Series. Enjoy your turkey, and uh, we'll see you after the in december i guess all right everybody i've been cory poindexter at cb poindexter on twitter and instagram this has been bob faculty at bob faculty on twitter and at soldier scuzzy on instagram if you like soda you can follow both of us on twitter at small package pod that's pod for podcast uh and hey everybody have a thing have a great thanksgiving and remember brett screwed brett have a good night small package